What is up, everyone, and welcome back to an episode of Slab Sox Sundays here on the Slab Sox YouTube channel, 9.45 p.m. Eastern Time, every single Sunday night as we live stream while looking at the PWCC Weekly Auction. This week, we've got quite the special episode because we are talking baseball for the first half hour or so. I'm sure Nate's just thrilled about that. Nate's like, enough of this soccer talk, and guess what, Nate? I am with you. Enough of that soccer talk because I am... Down, down horrendous right now. Not going well. Another loss today. But uh, we move on. We move on, and we've got baseball. Wait, wait, wait. We're going to move on that quick? Oh, yeah. We move on. We move on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I won't kick um, a dog while he's down. But I yeah, will say yeah. this. Uh, the Bucks, big win. Dude, what a nice Wednesday. Drew Holiday is a stud. Drew Holiday is a stud. But uh, with tonight's baseball episode, we have got our second guest of 2023 joining us tonight. It is Mickey from Tatis Trader, who I welcome in here in just a few moments after saying what is up to Kevin, Jerry, bro, watch this, Oscar, DJ, Quicksilva, Tony, Kyle, and Jordan. Lots of people joining already. And uh, just for everyone to know, extended bidding starts at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, sorry, 10 p.m. Eastern time. And it is all access extended bidding again. This is the last February of the month. We do not know going forward yet if it will be all access for the months going forward. Um, we'll see what PWCC announces after this this week's uh, weekly auction. <clears throat> but for tonight, it means that regardless if you have a bid out on a card or not, you can bid in extended bidding. Um, so I have a bunch of different cards in the favorites for tonight. Uh, anything from baseball, basketball, maybe a couple football to soccer, a bunch of different random stuff. So pretty excited about that. But for the first part of tonight's episode, we will be talking to Mickey. And I'm going to welcome in Mickey right now. Tatis Trader 2103 on Instagram. Big Tatis fan, big Padres fan. Uh, welcome to the show. Yeah, welcome, guys. And uh, thanks for having me. And uh, like I keep saying, humble that you guys thought of me when you thought of baseball. And, uh, you know, I don't know it all, but i um, happy to talk baseball, happy to talk cards. Appreciate you uh, taking the time. Definitely, uh, you know, I talked to Nate and we said, uh, who are we going to get for baseball this week? And it was you, it was Mickey. So here we are. Um, yeah. First thing before Nate gets into some very baseball-specific questions for the audience to engage with you about, uh, is uh, just tell us about who you are, what you collect, how you got into cards, a little bit of that. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So um, pretty much born and raised in San Diego. Been here my whole life. Huge San Diego sports fan. Um, was a baseball player, but really went into swimming. And uh, swam through college, went to Cal Berkeley as a swimmer, came back. And I've been a coach here in San Diego, um, coaching swimming for the last 15 years or so. And, um, you know, it sounds cliche and I kind of cringe every time I hear it. But uh, I was into baseball cards during the junk wax era. I always say like my era was pretty much like 87 to 9, pretty much the worst era possible for baseball cards, 87 to 94. Um, by that time, I was pretty much a teenager didn't think about cards for until about 2018. And that's really where um, I started getting into Tatis, knowing that he was a top prospect. And uh, the Padres have had a lot of top prospects, but there was just something different about this guy. So I really started looking in 2018. His cards, I mean, they were all prospect cards at that time. And um, his first was obviously the White Sox in 2016. But, uh, but um, as he became a rookie and as he was called up, for the first game of the season in 2019 really used 2019 to learn about baseball cards through Tatis. And um, I tell everyone when people ask me like, well, how do I get into baseball cards? It's so different than when I was a kid. What I did was I was just obsessed with Tatis cards. So I spent hours and hours a day looking at eBay, seeing sales, figuring out the sets that people bought, the parallels that people liked. 
And um, really, again, through 2019, as every set came out, I learned pretty quick, okay, these are the sets the collectors like, these are the sets investors like, and, um, and really became, again, obsessed to where I am now, five years in, and um, huge baseball hobbyist. So, yeah. I love it. I love it. So, uh, Nate, you can ask the first question, but I think what we're going to do actually now I think about is you ask a question, then we'll go check out one of these cards that uh, Mickey wants us to look at here on the PWCC auctions. We're kind of doing some back and forth action. So you lead off with some questions here. All right. Number one, I love that. I love narrowing it down to (laughs) one. I haven't ever thought about telling anybody that, but narrowing it down to one player so it's not overwhelming is a great idea for new Mm -hmm. people. Um, but let's, let's kick it off with Tatis. So obviously if you go to Tatis trader Instagram page, it's not just Tatis. You got plenty of CJ Abrams and Juan Soto's and other guys on there, even though CJ no longer a Padre. Um, I'll take the reason for it though. Yeah. Soto. Yeah. We got Soto. So I'm good with that. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I think every team in the history of the world would make that deal. Even if James Wood is the number three prospect. Now you still take. You take Soto yeah. and you call it a day. But we didn't get rid of Jackson Merrill, so I'm good. That's that's true. Which you mm-hmm. could have from mm-hmm. the rumors. Yeah, they Robert went... Hassel or Jackson Merrill. Yep. Um, but let's start with the Tease. Yeah. What do you uh where are you at with him? Obviously coming back from both A injury due to motorcycle accident, and then B coming off of suspension. Um, you know, do you do you think that he will pick up where he left off? Do you think there's going to be some, um, obviously not, not from a fan perspective standpoint, but from, because fan perspective, it's going to be pretty bad for him. I would imagine. Sure. Sure. But, uh, where do you think he takes off from his baseball playing standpoint? Yeah. I mean, hard for me because to tease, I mean, not just, not just the suspension, but, you know, the first day of spring training last year, realizing that the injury was more severe than everyone thought and uh, knowing that he was going to be out for a significant amount of time. He crushed us Padre fans pretty hard. So um, there was a time when we related to baseball cards that I was getting excited. Obviously he was coming back spring training. Um, and then it happened again, where obviously the suspension happened. And this was, uh, you know, after getting Soto and thinking, you know, the Padres were obviously going to win the World Series at that point. So um, I think I think to, it's going to be hard for Tatis from a card standpoint to keep the high expectations and the hype that he had pre-injury. And, and I think there's a couple of reasons for that. Obviously, the boom in 2021 and the card prices for everything have gone down. So I'm not ex- I would have never expect his prices to be where they were late 2021 or early 2022, um, you know, prior to spring training. But I think the Padres don't need him to be the player that he was before. And what I mean by that, I don't, I don't expect him to be getting the green light for stolen bases for a while. I don't expect him. He's obviously moving to the outfield. We don't know where he's going to go. I think that's what we're going to figure out spring training and where Trent Grisham, if he stays or if he goes as well. But uh, you know, if he's a, if he's a left, if he's a right fielder and Soto moves to left, I, I, from a hobby perspective, I don't think um, I don't think people are going to be very excited about that. From a realistic standpoint, let's say he hits 270, and with the suspension and coming back April 20th, still hits 35 bombs. Like a 270 guy that hits 35 bombs that's not stealing bases and just and just catches fly balls in left field, 
I don't think is going to be too exciting for a lot of the hobby at all. I mean, I think you can see it already. They just move on to the next guy, whether it's J-Rod, Bobby Witt, other guys like that. So I like that. I like that from a card market, a lot of people are, have a lot of interest in Tatis right now. They're looking at his prices from a year ago going, all right, he's coming back. He's on the Padres. They're one of the favorites to win the World Series. But I, I don't expect him to uh, be that same player. And, and I think the biggest concern for San Diego Padre fans is he obviously shows that he can do it on the field. And, and we're thinking that it's not only related to steroids, but his biggest flaw or what we're concerned about is his um, maturity. That's the biggest thing. I mean, that's really the problem that he's had for the last year. Um, and I think we're going to see a more humble, not a guy with a lot of swag, but just a more humble guy, but whether it's on or off the field. And again, he's, he's not going to be the face of the league for a, a while. And I'm just saying that um, realistically, as much as I'd love him to be, they're going to, the MLB is going to move on card, uh, baseball card collectors are going to probably move on. So I, I see there being a window for the next couple months where I see his prices going up as he gets ready to come back April 20th. But he's going to have to be the player he was, which is, I mean, you we know it when there's hype. It's so hard to live up to that hype as the season starts that if they're not an MVP candidate right away, their prices are going to go down. So um, to be honest, and I shouldn't even be saying this, but I'm like, I'm looking to sell right now because, uh, I'm liking this little hike that we've had, you know, they went down. most cards went down at least 50%. And now, now I'm getting more interest in my cards, whether it's on eBay or, or Instagram than any other time. So um, I understand why people would want to buy, but I'm, I'd be cautious right now, personally. Yeah. Mickey, speaking about that hype, <clears throat> I was just looking. So I looked up, you know, what to tease cards are ending tonight. And honestly, like other than this 2019 tops uh, series two gold PSA 10, yeah, uh, so there, there's not like a whole lot of like, let's just say marquee cards. Okay. It's a lot of base PSA tens and some on card in person autos and stuff like that. But speaking of like, let's just talk about the one card that I would say is pretty sought after here. It's at 410 right now, pre buyers premium. We can expect it probably to get at least a few bids and extended bidding, but the next bid already puts that 504. So this card hit a low um, towards the end of last season at $300. Like you're saying, that's almost already double. It was it 2000, was. you know, it was 2000 a year ago. That was, now that's that true. Also. 2000. So, you know, and if you look at it from that perspective, that looks pretty good. Obviously it's down, you know, 75%. Um, but then you start comparing it and I don't know what the J rod prices are for the updates right now. I'm sure the pop isn't too high yet, Yeah. but um, it's hard to compare, you know, when you see 2000 and go down to 350 and it's like, all right, it's up to 500. It could, and maybe it'll go up to, you know, a thousand bucks. I'm, so, I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. You said, you said something else I want to bring up really quick. You said something about how you were, you know, looking to maybe sell some of your Tatis or even just baseball, some in general right now with the new season yeah. coming around. So the past weeks when Nate and I have been looking, um, I'm just going to start by every card after 2000 right now, as I pretty much just takes in every single modern card. Um, the past few weeks, there's been like 500 modern cards in the auction for baseball. Like, maybe for the last two months straight. Nate, there's 1,300 baseball cards after your 2,000 in this auction. Yeah. I looked at football. Football is the exact opposite. It was over 1,000 every single auction. It's down to, like, 400 now. So, basically, football and baseball have completely flipped with the volume of people looking to sell, but also the volume of people looking to buy, as Nate and I discussed last week, too. A lot of these prices right now for baseball are higher than they were two Healthy. months ago. Yeah. 
Yeah. So. I mean, again, I, I don't think it's not, it's not sexy to buy baseball in, you know, late October, early November, but I think, you know, basically like Nate would know that's a great time to buy. And, you know, you, if, if you're planning on selling, you know, if that's, if that's your goal, this is a time when everyone's talking about baseball. I mean, I, when I went to Burbank, I saw more signs that said buying baseball than I've ever seen before because those dealers are pretty much short term, you know, whatever you want to call them, short term flippers. They're, they're looking to, to only hold them for a certain amount of time. They realize that these next, this next month or so is a good time um, to sell. So, so one of the cards I, you know, I asked you, I said, Hey, you know, throw me together a couple of cards that you think you, you like in this auction. And one of them we pointed out was this 2018 Bowman Sterling super factor, Mike Trout, one of one. Now I want you to explain to me a little bit about why you like it, but also Nate, correct me if I'm wrong. I thought you didn't like, because I thought I like brought up to you like, oh, I really like that Rafael Devers auto that was like this. But like, nah, I don't like that. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I mean, would... sorry, go ahead, Nate. Oh, I was just gonna say, I will admit, I don't, I don't love it, but <laughs> so now, but that's fine because everyone has different takes. I want to hear why exactly. Mickey really likes that now. Yeah, I, I mean, for me, it's all about, and I think many people are this way. It's all about rarity and looking at at sets that have some legacy now now bowman sterling you could say is like a mid-tier set at this point and and even you know some would would consider it a third or fourth tier set um and i would almost compare it like to finest but but bowman sterling has a lot of legacy behind it i mean it's been around for i think almost 20 years i want to say so so when i look at bowman sterling and another good set that i'm looking at a lot right now is Top's Finest. Top's Finest used to be the set. I mean, we all know that, that, you know, in the early to mid 90s, that was the big shiny set that everyone was looking for. But Top's Finest, and a lot of it has to do with, I just don't like the designs the last three or four years, but no one really is is buying Top's Finest anymore. But um, when I when I found out about Top's acquiring eventually the licenses for football and basketball, my thought process was, Okay, how is that going to change the baseball market, which I'm, you know, 95% of my buying and selling is baseball. And I went, okay, well, baseball or uh, basketball collectors are going to be excited about finest if that if finest comes out for basketball, football the same way, and um, possibly Bowman, Bowman Chrome, Bowman, Bowman Sterling. So I, I like this, I like this card because I think it, it could have possibility long term that a set like a Bowman Sterling or, or like I said, a Topps Finest could get a resurgence when um, when Fanatics starts making tops base uh, football and basketball. So so for this card, I like it. It's more aesthetics. Obviously, it has the super fractor look. I like I like horizontal cards. I know a lot of people don't, and I like the two batters. And it's I, th- I want to say I believe it's a base card. It's not one of the inserts for Bowman Sterling. So I'm always I'm always I like the uh, base supers or parallels more so usually than the majority of the inserts so uh nate i got a question for you would you like to pull this card uh so mickey we have a i have a joke where aaron always says uh i don't really like this card blah 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 and i say well would you like to pull it (laughs) yeah and uh yes i would love to pull this card but you know what card i'd love more you want to check out one of my favorite uh Mike Trout Super Fractor real quick, Aaron? Yes. Can I guess it? Can I guess it? Yeah, take a guess. The Transcendent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I like that one, too. $2,200. Last sale was $3,000. 
Yeah, Nate, it's yeah. pushing high right now. I think I'm out on it, but it's it's a this is such a cool card. I yeah, love that. I agree. 55, 56 tops that era. I love like I really enjoy when they got the portrait shot with an action shot and uh redoing these things with the super fractal look and the on-card autos was a genius idea, I think. And uh man, twenty two hundred dollars makes yeah. sense. But at the lot. national at the national a kid brought up was that fifty six tops? Wander? It was fifty five Bowman Wander. Well, that's right. The TV screen with the like wooden surround, but wander, but super fractor. It was all right, Nate. I, I've changed my mind. I like yours better. <laughs> I'm looking yeah. at it right now. I, de- I definitely like yours better. Uh, it's just, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Mickey, one, you, one sentence, uh, one sentence answer on this one because we have an audience question. I want to at least get in here. Uh, Anur Danish asks, What's your favorite card of all time? Maybe you can give two sentences and say why. And I'm supposed to say that like on the fly, say my favorite card of all time. I think so. Um, how about my like one of my favorite Tatis cards? I guess. Yeah. Um, I uh, and it's just been one that I've been after for a while, and I've only seen it pop up once or twice. I like um, <laughs> going back to Bowman Sterling. I like in night. I love what they did in 2019. With the, it's really a classic design, pretty basic, and I love the Black Atomic parallels to ten. Mm for that year. So uh, that's been a card I've been after. I, I haven't bought a Tatis card since the suspension. I, I might have bought like a cheap relic, but I just, I put them in a box and I haven't really looked at them much, but that's a card. If it popped up today, I, I'd go after for sure. So uh, I was trying to convince Nate. Well, I didn't really have to convince him. The price just got really high. Someone kept on battling with us. There was a wander, uh, you know, his pro- first prospect year, Bowman yeah. Sterling Atomic, Black Atomic. Those things look spectacular. I agree. I agree. So that's, that's one I'm I'm still thinking about in regards to to Tatis for sure. Um, I'm going to move on to the next question here because I, Nate, I'm just going to ask this one because I'm actually for like, I'm a base. Okay. I love the Brewers. I'm not like a watch every single baseball game I can or read every single thing about baseball I can. I follow Mm -hmm. too much other stuff, but the whole new rule change thing is crazy to me because honestly, like Nate's been talking to me about it for a while, but like until you actually see it in action, it's it's way different. There's obviously been some crazy things so far, like a, a tie game based off of what, like the guy walking because he did he he took too long to step in the batter's box or no striking out. Sorry, striking out. It's just random stuff like that. Do, Nate's question. I'm just gonna ask it for you, Nate. Do you think any players are gonna like benefit from these rule changes at all more than others that could affect the card market? Um, yeah, I, I think there's there's the obvious big rule change, which is the shift, right? And when I when I think of the shift, I think of Manny Machado being a rover in right field, you know, moving all the way over there and pretty much taking up the shallow gap. So a left, the left-handed hitters are going to, I think are going to benefit a lot from that. And, uh, you know, I actually looked out a couple of weeks ago, I looked at like, who are the guys that got the most um, hits taken away from, from the shift in the last couple of years. And uh, it's all lefties. And that wasn't a surprise, but even guys like, Jordan, who I would think when I think of Jordan, I think of a power hitter. Obviously, he's more than just a power hitter. He hits for 300 every year. But I mean, I think he's had at least 30 or 40 hits taken away over the last couple of years just by the shift. And then there's obviously the best, you know, left handed hitter since Ted Williams that we can talk about that uh, that's at least going to get 30 more hits uh, this year. His name's Juan Soto. So, um, yeah, I think the I think the shift is definitely going to play a huge role. But People aren't talking about um, the pickoffs and only having the ability to, to have two pickoffs per at bat. So the pitcher can only throw either either 
throw to first base twice or step off twice per at bat. So I think there might be a, a lot more steals. And, um, and then the other rule related to kind of related to steals is that the, the, uh, the bases are going to be bigger. So they're going to be three inches bigger. And what that means is from first to second and second to third, it's going to be four and a half inches closer. So if you think about a lot of the steals, they're like, you can bang, bang, you can barely see who, who's getting that steal. So four and a half inches, you would think is a, is a big, is a big change. And then obviously the pitch of the, uh, the first base, the guy on first base is going to be able to, he's going to be more aggressive knowing that there's less of a chance for a guy to throw a pitcher to throw to first. So when you think about that, you think of, okay, who are the guys that steal bases? And a lot of the guys are like, um, you know, they're like 30 stolen base guys that only hit eight home runs. And the, the hobby isn't really excited about that. But the guys like one of my favorites, Kyle Tucker, who's obviously a lefty. He hits 30 bombs every year. He almost hits 300. And he's he's like right around 30 steals. You know, maybe maybe he's closer to 35, 35 or even 40, 40. I don't know. What about this Kyle yeah. Tucker card right here? There's a foil board of 162. PSA 10 at 115. I feel like it's way too good of a player for this to be $115. I feel like yeah. their their upping of the foil board numbers from recent years has really caused the foil boards of old to yes. lose their are they, What are they up to now? Because weren't they like 250 like a year later? Plus. They're 500 plus now? 700 plus. 700 plus? Yeah. The, I remember when these cards like the 2018, 2019 Acuna in 2018 were like just such huge chases. Everyone was like foil board this, foil board that. Now, like you said, I guess it's not really a thing as big of a chase as it was. Yeah, um, in, hey, in 19, I was buying hobby factory sets just to pull the uh, the foil boards. So, um, yeah, they were only in hobby in 19 and then went to retail or he went to uh, like the Walmart factory sets and hobby in 2020. Yeah. Got it. Um, Real quick about the about the stolen base thing. I think that is going to be well. One, Aaron, what you were talking about was the, the there's a lot of new rules about having you know the, the pitcher has to pitch by 20 seconds, right? Once the ball hits his glove, he has to throw a pitch. But there's rules about the catcher having to be in his crouch by like nine seconds, yeah. the batter having to be in the batter's box by eight, like 12, 12 seconds or eight it's, seconds. It's eight, yeah. Um. And so yesterday, I mean, there were times where guys were getting. I watched a couple couple spring training games yesterday, and guys were getting balls uh, for free because the pitcher didn't pitch during the pitch clock and stuff like that. And it's that's going to be one of those things that is fun now, and then it's going to happen in a major moment, and there's going to be major, major backlash. But as for the uh, as for the steals, I am super interested in that and the shift. Uh, they did ban the shift the last couple of years in the minors, so it's it's um, or last year in the minors, from what I hear. So it'll be interesting um, to. I want to kind of see if I can find somewhere that's. I don't want to dive into the numbers myself, but I want to find somebody that dove into the numbers so I can read it. Um, but I saw already a Matt Olson highlight of him hitting the ball in the exact same spot last year for an out, and then first game of spring training this year he gets a hit, and. Um, I mean, even if it's, you know, you said 30, 40 hits, even if it's 10, if it's 10 extra hits per left-handed hitter, if you're a good left-handed hitter, that's huge. And especially if you're a team like the Brewers who paid Christian Yelich a ton of money and they need him to perform well. And he's been starting to hit the ball on the ground more. Well, if you hit the ground ball on the ground, but through a hole, 
that at least adds a little bit of value to him. So I'm excited for it and we'll see how it works. Definitely. I'm excited too, as a baseball, casual baseball fan. Can I ask um, you a question about Yelich? What are, what are your thoughts about Yelich this year? I don't, I I'm, I'm, I'm in a wait and see mode. You know, he's still, he's, he, he makes a lot of contact still and he hits the ball hard. Like he hit a ball 499 feet last year. Coors aided. Sure. But 499 feet, he still has hard exit velocities, just hits the ball on the ground. And he looks timid from time to time, which I can understand when you're swinging a bat and you break your kneecap by fouling a ball off your knee. It's probably hard to get over mentally at any point in your life. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that even if he continues to hit the ball on the ground, which I, I hope he doesn't, but if he does, he should still be able to get more, more hits. And then with the bigger base pass and how many walks he takes, I'm hoping that, you know, he can get like an extra 10 steals a year type of thing and, um, add to his value. But I have no, I have no hope that he returns to 2018, 2019 Yelich. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mickey, I want to bring up a card you had on your list here because, you know, Nate and I, we so often go back and forth, uh, maybe not like against each other, but just in general about the licensed and non-licensed cards. And one of the cards on your list, I was a little surprised about, I guess, um, although I like your, you know, what you told me about it was this 2017 Panini flawless Bo Jackson auto number dot five gold foil. Tell me why this was like one of your, you know, six to eight cards you were really keying in on. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, when I'm going through the PWCC, like the auction, I'm looking at cards that catch my eye sometimes. And then I'll look at the price. And if it's, you know, if it's reasonable, uh, you know, I'll follow it, watch it, maybe put a, a bid in early. But this bow, I mean, you can't you can't say that the flawless design isn't awesome, whether it's licensed or not. Um, this you don't see bow a ton in Kansas City autos, like a lot of his autos sometimes are angels or white socks. So I like that he's he has the Royals jersey, even though you can't see the KC or the Royals. Um, and then I just think the blue auto with the jersey looks amazing with the white background. So I don't know that this would be a card I would necessarily go after, but uh, it's definitely one where it's like, wow, that's a good looking card. And with his stance there, his batting stance, you can't really tell that it's not. I don't think that it's not licensed, and I, that's important. That's important to me when it doesn't look like pajamas. You know, I was gonna say actually, you know, props to Panini. I don't say the whole very often, <laughs> but props to Panini with choosing an image here where like his arm is for sure blocking where you could see it, and his head's turned to the side. Like probably about as good of a looking non-licensed flawless card as you can get. Really, yeah, yeah. I think it looks great. Very nice card. Yeah. Um. Funny enough, name that bow search. It also came up with some Jackson Churio. <laughs> Ew. Is that for sale tonight? Yeah, the orange. Huh? Man, those prices. Yeah. We all we all knew uh, Jackson Churio prices were going to drop once his autos came out, but those non non auto colors have been steep. Definitely, yeah. They 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 went down quite a bit. Um, Nate, ask your last question here, just because I think he's gonna have some some good some good answer for it. Um okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The last one? Yeah. Yeah, non-biased opinion here. Dodgers or Padres for the West. Um can I point to <laughs> and then, I well, mean, wait, wait, non-biased. It's not gonna opinion. be it's not gonna be non-biased. Uh, I don't know <laughs> how that's gonna happen. I mean, you know, again, lifelong San Diego fan. 
even last year going into the playoffs, I would have been, if you really wanted a realistic answer, if I had to put money down, it would have been hard for me to put down on the Padres, even with how well we were playing leading up to the playoffs. But that, but that series win, I mean, that was just for the city of San Diego. Again, talking about not having much as a San Diego sports fan. That was like a huge moment for San Diego to beat the Dodgers there. And I know, I know we didn't go all the way and the Phillies beat us, but uh, that I think, the fandom and, and probably the team too, that just give us a level of confidence that there's no reason we can compete. And then you talk about the off season, by the way, we haven't talked about Manny. We have not. Dude, you, wow. your, your wow. owners throwing money left, right here, it's everywhere. Crazy. It's cr- I mean, and, and it was a team friendly deal for sure. I haven't really looked into it cause I was, I was busy today, but uh, it looks like he could have gotten at least five or 6 million per year uh, somewhere else after this year, if he opted out, but he decided he wanted to stay in San Diego. So he's going to go into the hall of fame with the San Diego hat on. That'll be pretty cool. So, um, yeah, I mean, I can't do an unbiased opinion, but uh, I definitely think the Padres are in a good position right now for sure. Awesome. I mean, you added, you added, uh, Bogarts. Yep. You get a shortstop. You have a full season of Soto. Yeah. I mean, those are three guys you didn't have on the team last year to go along with Machado and Kim and Grisham Trump and, you know, guys yeah. like that. Yeah, um, I mean, some of our, our best pickups this offseason, I, th- I think, because we really needed starting pitching. So a guy like Seth Lugo, I mean, he was pretty good last year and he could be a piece, whether it's in the rotation or a bullpen. And then we just got Michael Waka, who, who knows? We actually just got Cole Hamels, the 55-year-old Cole Hamels. So it'll be interesting to see if he uh, plays for us, but yeah, we're, we're stacked. So it's, uh, it's a good time to be a Padre fan. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, As for the Dodgers, they just lost Trey Turner. They just lost Justin Turner. They did add JD Martinez and Noah Syndergaard. Um, I think Bellinger. for the Dodgers, it just comes down to health. Dustin May yeah, healthy. I mean, Walker Bueller coming back. Yeah. Kershaw staying healthy. Julio Rios staying healthy. If their pitching is healthy there and that rotation is insanely good I agree. but if it's not healthy i reluctantly agree to that uh, and even guys like dustin even guys like dustin may you know he's good when he's healthy that's for sure so and he's their fifth starter yeah he might have the nastiest yeah. stuff in the rotation i can't say anything more better about the dodgers that's it for me <laughs> yeah. yeah um Mickey, I, I know you said you weren't massive into prospects uh, before jumping on here, but from like a just maybe even an MLB player right now that like hasn't seen a, a big card breakout yet. We have a question here from Elliot that says biggest breakout card in 2023. Is there anything that like pops in your mind when you read that sentence or is it kind of like you're without the prospects? How can it break out? Well, I don't. The problem is, I don't even think break, prospects can break out anymore unless they're breaking out from like coming into the top 100. I mean, top prospects are already at a price. If you're talking about like Bowman Crones, that again, they have to be MVP candidate to sustain that when they get called up. So, yeah, um, I'm, I'm reluctant because, like, you know, in 20 years of fantasy sports, I've learned I don't know a lot. So it's really hard for me to uh, to pretend like I'm going to know the next guy that pops off, especially in baseball when it's just so hard to predict that and especially a Padre fan that's had a lot of top prospects that haven't done anything. So, yeah. Um, I look at like guys that didn't do well. I mean, didn't, not necessarily usually young guys that didn't do well at the end of maybe their first year, guys like Vlad after his first year that he didn't lift up to the height, you know, in 19 and 20 really. 
his cards went down and then I went, you know, then you can go big into guys like that. Otani getting injured first half, first year and a half and going down, everyone forgets about him and then buying there, but it's not usually not for me, at least it's not prospects. Got you. Yeah. All right. We got like three minutes left here. So I'm going to ask you a question here based on a, a card set that you brought up and maybe that you like the player too, but you said that tops dynasty is one of your favorite sets. I want to hear why. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, there's some obvious reasons, right? It's, it's um, always game used every year. Even if tops has that weird language in the back that says it's not specific. It always says that it's game worn. Um, it's always on card, which I love. And really like if you kind of compare it to football or baseball, I look at it at whatever you want to call it, the national treasures and or flawless type set that tops makes. And I know that there's now, you know, there's the transcendent and which doesn't have patches primarily or, uh, you know, like now gilded and sets like that. But I've always liked this set. It came to start out in 14 and I didn't like it because I thought it was pretty ugly, at least the first couple of years. And I think it looks really good. I love what they did last year with the vertical or the horizontal, no, the vertical set. And uh, they always have awesome patches. Even the, even the not good patches are usually at least two or three colors. They're, they're never napkins. And then they have stuff like the, uh, the Jackie Robinson and like the, uh, the vintage unis that they put in there. So, yeah. yeah. A lot of really cool stuff in this uh, Derek Jeter's ending tonight. Patch auto at 10, BGS 9.5 at 875. All right, uh, Mickey, give la- now lasting for sure right now. World Series prediction and how many games against who? Um, can I just talk about the NL? Do I have to talk about the AL as well? Well, you can you can take yeah. the NL pick. Okay, so the Padres are going to win, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I think the Astros are just so good. I would never doubt. As much as I hated the Astros the last couple of years, they're just such a good organization. And even if you don't look – if you look at their team and go, okay, they lost guys like Korea. They always have guys like Pena coming up, and uh, I, I don't know. I liked it. I like. I just like that team a lot. The last, and I love Jordan. So I, I, um, I would say Astros versus Padres. Obviously, Padres are going to win. Sweet. <laughs> They're not going to. It's not even going to be close. Four zero. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. All right, Mickey. Well, hey, we really appreciate the time. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, talking baseball, and uh, we hope to see you back on here at some point. Yeah. Thanks for everything. And I just want to say thank you guys. Um, you know, I feel like with the boom, there's a lot of content coming out. And a lot of it is is not always what I feel authentic, but you guys are always genuine. You're humble. And, uh, you know, I really appreciate everything that you guys do for the hobby. So. Well, thank you. Thank you a lot. It. And yeah. Uh, yeah. we'll keep going, man. We'll keep pushing. Okay. Sounds good. Thank All you, right, Maggie. Bye. See you, Maggie. Nate, how about that? You have to talk baseball with someone good else. Good stuff. A little, little, little ball talk. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. I love it. Hey, real quick, bro, watch this. Says, I wonder if people remember the Astros cheating scandal when thinking about someone like Jordan 20 years from now. I hope Jordan doesn't get lumped in that because he had no part in it. So if he yeah. does get lumped in it, that's unfair. Oh, dude, I was totally going to look this up, and then I forgot to when he was on the stream. So I didn't know he was huge in the swimming. And this uh, Michael Phelps, PSA 10, 2004, SI for kids. This is actually Jordan's. He messaged me. He's like, hey, Ooh. I got this thing going. Yeah, it's at two grand. There's only two PSA 10s wait, of this. wait. Jordan, did I see this? I saw that right next to your Michael Phelps autograph. He probably dropped it off at the show. That's absurdly uh, that's absurdly expensive. Hey, did you uh, check in on my Garrett Mitchell? 
Yeah, I did. I pulled up a couple of times when uh, you guys were talking about the the new rule changes, and I kind of figured that you talked about him with the stolen bases, but you never did. <laughs> well, yeah, because it, now he's he's hitting bombs, and it's like no opportunities to steal. Just getting little dink and dunk extra hits. Uh, yeah, it's at ninety two right now, which is pretty nice. Um, who knows what it ends at? But what do you think the the top bit is? Um. Well, I don't know what the last comp is. Well, you might need a look then. Yeah, I'm gonna need a look. <laughs> um, I mean, Max is like baseball puts me to sleep. Yeah, talking to someone from the UK, I can imagine there's not too many people in the UK too fond of baseball, other than a couple people I met over there. But uh, man, that was uh, that was enjoyable. I gotta say, it was enjoyable listening to to someone other than they talk about baseball because all I hear about is uh, Garrett Mitchell hitting home runs now. <laughs> Just kidding. True. Just messing with you. What was I looking um, oh, I was looking up Garrett Mitchell. That's right. I was yeah. sitting here in front of my computer screen <laughs> looking at Car Ladder, just trying to remember what in the You're world like, I What am I going to look up? up? Did you see the William Contreras green ice on here? I did not. Yeah, it was a green ice William Contreras auto. Um, um, bro, last last refractor, best offer today, $110. For Raw? Yeah. Okay. But the last PSA 10... Sold one sixteen February thirteenth, but that was before he hit two absolute bombs. Now, to be fair, wind was blowing out yesterday. Do with that what you will. But I will say this: the fact that he didn't pull the ball and he hit a home run oppo and then a home run center, I'll take it. Man, I know you mentioned the name Garrett Mitchell a lot to me the last uh, couple months. Like would have been nice months? to take. Would have been nice to pick up a couple. I gotta say, I'm looking at these prices you know, right now. You know what? You know what? You know what they say. If there's one thing Slab Socks Nate is good at, it's talking about guys and never doing anything about it. That might be Slab Socks Nate's actually number one quality. If that was a thing, yeah. I mean, look at Jordan Love. His prices have boomed. I've been talking about buying him for months. We didn't do anything. Yeah, yeah, no, we have no no Jordan Love to speak of, and we did mention it at least for like a couple months straight. Hey, I saw this uh, super old vintage soccer card. Look at this card, Nate. It's ANBC is the manufacturer. What does it look like? It looks like those old like wooden like post serial cards or whatever from like the. 70s or 80s to me i don't I know mean, whether it was post or not but yeah i i get where you're going with that but it looks like 1962 tops baseball you know the baseball set that has like it's you know what the long time about 1962 tops nate it looks just like this now let it be known that my memory is not uh <laughs> not just look at 1962 tops hank aaron and you'll know exactly what i'm talking about You've seen heritage cards like that before. It's like 2011 heritage, I think, or 20. Maybe it's like 2013 heritage. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. but that's just crazy. Like that, that card was definitely produced overseas, and like I don't know if they were watching the baseball card designs and said, "Hey, let's rip that thing off and make it a, an old soccer card." But hey, the the reason why I also thought about foil boards, Nate, I was. Ooh. Does this not just seem insanely cheap to you? It is insanely cheap. But again, I do think that there's something that happened to FOIA boards where they not only did they have the complete set, but then they got the uh, they got two different numbered FOIA board sets now, and they're wait, drastically what, overproduced. And all of a sudden, what do you what do you mean by that? 
Because you get like um, there's one out of two sixty four and one out of two twenty nine. Yeah. Wait. Th- wait. Maybe this. Wait. This one's out of two twenty nine. But yeah, there's one out of two sixty four. I'm confused. Yeah. Now let it be known that I don't really understand it very well because I haven't looked into it very much. Well, but I do the know that there's is, two sets. There's like none out of two twenty nine that have sold recently at all, and it's clearly stamped out two twenty nine. All of them are like Elliot. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Aaron brought up one of your questions. I did. I did. Elliot, I I got you. That's my high school friend. So uh, <laughs> just give me a hard time. <laughs> I uh, I brought the uh, breakout card. I just threw it bit on this because it seemed like a good value. Um. Oh, I wanted to talk about briefly too, as I just like breeze through these cards right now because there's one minute left in extended bidding for or the first window. For those that were wondering. Um, Wait, Nate, do you like that? Do you like the blue, Jason Tree, or no? Of course I like the blue. Why not? I could, have bought, I could have bought a green shimmer PSA 9 today for 40 but I passed. I mean, Jason Churio is both stupid money, because it's ridiculous to spend the amount of money people are spending on him when he's in uh, Dominican Summer League, and also one of those guys where it's hard to get the upside for as cheap as he is right now, if that makes sense. He's a bit of both. Yeah, because normally those upside guys sell for like a million dollars. Yeah. Um, I was going to talk about the, the card show I went to today. So just a little tidbit of information for me to share is uh, it, it doesn't really have to do a whole lot with baseball. Uh, well, it has to be baseball. I'll just talk. Basically, I went to a card show today, um, of course, looking to buy soccer. Found no soccer. I need to place these bids fast. And I actually found one soccer card that I bought, but I was there. I drove an hour away. I met Slab Sucks Julian there. And I said, I'm not going to, you know, drive all this way just to literally buy nothing. Cause it was, I had to drive through the middle of Wisconsin listening to Chelsea get absolutely wrecked. And that just would have been even worse. Which also, it was, I mean, was it, what was it, two hours to get to Janesville? No, it was an hour there, an hour back. It, it wasn't really that long. <laughs> it's a, like a barely even a drive. I know. I'm just over-exaggerating just for dramatic effects. <laughs> um, either way, the point is, is that I get there and there's no soccer cards. And uh, I pivoted. I said, you know what? I'm going to make use of my time. Started buying baseball like crazy. Walked out with like 15 different colored or auto Bowman chrome cards. It's quite fun, actually. <laughs> Had a good it's time. Fun. <laughs> and then you get to follow along. You know, I've been following along with Jackson Merrill now because I bought that stupid blue choice auto. For yeah, that's the best. That's the best thing about buying a prospect card. You actually go and look at their stats. Did you see that yellow? It's red mini. Just I a did fun not. little card. It's a fun little card. Um, I'm completely caught off guard now on some of these cards ending. I probably already missed the ooh. How much did you buy the the Jason Terrio autos for at Burbank? Um, like an average of 35. Oh, okay. So this one is the NBA Authentic Raw, which actually a lot of the NBA Authentic cards are selling for over most completed sales values and this one next bid takes to 38 already or 39 almost they uh they all went they were all in they were all in different lots where i had to average out the prices realistically bump up some of the larger cards a couple bucks and bump that down and (laughs) say i got it for 30 or 25 if you want to bump something else up 10 but so you're so you're doing some extra math in there yeah i bought the jackson merrill for 140 and i bought the first uh Churio for 25. Is that better? 
Yes. <laughs> that sounds like some accounting stuff right there that you would do to like uh, reduce your your taxable income or something. <laughs> also, your daily your daily Jackson Merrill update. Um, refractor PSA nine selling for one fifty two. What did you buy and how much? The the blue choice. Blue choice. There is no straight blue. Blue uh-huh. choice for one thirty in a deal. Wow. It's trending up that much. Yeah. Should we should we drop a bid ski in here on the Garrett Mitchell? Also, I sold way too early on my Casemiro. I'm freaking United winning a trophy today. I can't believe that. Oh, Garrett Mitchell has got a bid. Hmm. I think since you got that Garrett Mitchell black today. We pass. I'm 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 good on having I'm good on having one. Yeah, so I actually made a really Especially nice. Especially since I talked about it for months and we didn't do anything. It's like why buy now? Oh, we have that Mar- We got that. We have that Mitchell from. Uh, yep, the Kessim auction. On card auto PSA ten numbered out like two fifty. I think we got for like fifty dollars, something around there. Oh, there was a super nice red Pedri out of five PSA ten ending tonight. <laughs> I shouldn't look at it because it's gonna make me want to bid on it. Did did Christian Pache do something for the uh, A's? His red auto is at like a bunch of money, isn't it tonight? Yeah, I'm just wondering if he did anything uh, in the first couple. Oh, I don't know. Because otherwise that's absurd that you'd be spending money in the year 2023. Um, hey, make sure you uh, keep an keep an eye on the chat. I have been extremely ignoring the chat ever since I had to come over and start to look at stuff to bid on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not ignoring um, it on purpose. Down, down on the farm did say, but who did you buy, Aaron? You want to give us a quick rundown of names? Yeah, I got a nice Bobby Witt, Witt rookie numbered. I got um, – oh, geez, I'm going to forget all these process. Oh, I got Jace Jung, Refractor Auto, off 499. I knew that name because of Nate. Um, I got – uh, a CJ Abrams rookie. I got a Kevin Alcantara PSA and Sapphire. Nate, what were some other good ones? I can't remember now. I'm asking you, but there's no way you'd remember. <laughs> no, no, there's no way I'd remember. Um, let me just look at these pictures quick. Oh, I got a Julio Bowman Chrome or Bowman Sapphire rookie, a Jackson Holiday, the Mood Ring. I got Ellie De La Cruz Mega, uh, Max Muncy Green Ob 99 Mega out of 50. A cool uh, George Blair. And then, oh, Brooks Lee was the other prospect, too. Brooks oh, yeah, Brooks Lee, Lee purple. Yeah. There's got to be more comments than just that. I There has to be. Oh, yeah, I'm I, I'm still going. Okay, okay. I thought that was it. No, 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 no. Um, is Pat B says, is Tatum, Tatum still undervalued, still below finals value from last year? Well, now that the Bucs are 14-0 with Chris Milton in the lineup since his second injury, it's like, who who even is Jason Tatum? I, I've never players? heard of Jason Tatum. I've never heard that guy in my life. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't bet on him. Not against the Bucks. Championship winning pedigree. Going to win their second this year. No big deal. Dude, I, I got to say, when everything looks really bleak, um, Badger's absolutely choking to Michigan today thanks to the Dickinson's. Dude, that last second three, three to Bro. tie it up. Yeah, that was such a brutal loss, man. But my point is, is that nothing's looking good in sports right now for me. Uh, but F1 returns and the Bucks are awesome right now. So I'll take it. So not nothing. Not nothing. 
Just specifically Chelsea and the Badgers stink. That's what specifically Dude, is wrong. The Badgers, I'm pretty sure the Badgers lose one more game. And it's done. One more game, yep. they're out of the – they have to They have to win the rest of their games, which is what, like three, two? Two. It's two. Purdue, Purdue at home and Gophers away. Ooh. Yeah, Purdue's not been not. good recently, but you never know. I mean – But neither have the Badgers. Exactly. That's Courtesy what I'm saying. They're 16-12 record. And exactly. you have to win. You have to win the Big Ten tournament. No, we don't have to win the Big Ten tournament. Right now, we were like guar- – well, not guaranteed. Early loss there, bro. You're no, not – okay. I'm not saying early loss. We have to win at least a game or two, but we do have to for sure win the last two games and at least a game or two in the tournament. Yeah. We don't have to win the Big Ten tournament, though. You might. No, we do. You we lose to Purdue, don't. you're going to have to. Okay. Yeah. If we lose to Purdue, then yes, we will have to. <laughs> um, uh, go ahead. You go. You go. I was just going to say, um, I like to just try to dump on Nate's teams when I can, but unfortunately Kansas is way too good right now, and they're winning everything. Kansas is great. Arsenal's on top, and the Brewers are – well, the Brewers are doing Brewers things, unfortunately. But um, maybe we'll have a rookie of the year and Garrett Mitchell or Bryce Terang. Fingers crossed. Uh, yeah. That would be nice. Bucks are great. Uh, Elliot, that's a great question. Why does he, why is UW-Milwaukee a better basketball recruit than Badgers these days? Bro. Our recruiting in basketball has been awful, like absolutely awful. Um, I really hope next year's class, as they say it's supposed to be good, is actually good because it's been terrible. Uh, you know what worked really well for the Badgers football program? Is firing and hiring a new coach. Is firing the old guard, no pun yeah. intended on great guard, um, and uh, hiring somebody completely out of the system that can run something completely different. I Dude, honestly, I'm not going to disagree because I've seen what happened with that football team. Now we better play well, but uh, – yeah. Also, I bought so much uh, here recently that I'm definitely not pushing to buy like another 30 cards accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wouldn't mind winning a few. And also, I really want to get that card for a giveaway down there because I think it'd be. Whoa. Fun. What? Dame Lillard, 40 points in the first half. Yeah. I got that notification. 41 in the first half. <laughs> Is he going to double it up and get 82? Dude, and- Is he going to beat Kobe's? Record? He's on pace. He's on pace. That'd be wild. Um. Oh, uh, I gotta give a shout. Shout my my boy Max. Uh, he's got a couple Neymar's ending tonight, and I see that camo PSA ten is at three seventy pre buyers premium already, and I think he's got the pink laser um, as well going. Um, it was down a little further, or maybe it already. Oh no, there's it's right there. Uh, Nate, what's what's the view on Robert Hassel? So is he the guy that's still on the Padres? Or is he the guy that's on the Nationals? No, he got. Remember. He was the guy that they had the option between him and Jackson Merrill, and they chose him. Um, he slotted in at 112th uh, out of 112 guys on the top hundred, top hundred, top 112 list for Fangraphs, which still a top hundred prospect. Um, uh, so you can't complain there. But no, I already have some Robert Hassel in the in the house here, so we don't need to triple up on him. Oh, okay. Well, you're good. Yeah, you did your thing. You did your thing. All right, we'll back off. Um, also, I don't entirely trust the Nationals, so to speak, uh, from a prospect development standpoint. Um, so obviously Soto, amazing Bryce Harper before that, but a mm-hmm. lot of the other guys they've been bringing up 
think Carter Kaiboom and guys like that have been uh, disappointing, to say the least. So, yeah, Carter Kaiboom never did anything. Correct. Um, but he did is, have a sick top short print. Did you ever see he that? He did. He did. He did. I I kind of remember seeing it. He's like hitting a home run, or no, I can't remember. I'll have to look it up. Uh, either way, we just got the most fitting uh, giveaway win of all time. I said, what better way than to give away a Tatis card on the day that Tatis Trader joins us on the PWCC uh, weekly auction? So here we go. That will be one of the giveaways. We'll have a couple tonight. Um, we'll do two baseball giveaways. I think I already have the other one pegged. It's a Mike Trout SGC 10 card. It looks really sick. I love the set. Um, but yeah, so that will uh, be two, one of the two giveaways, or those will be the two giveaways for tonight. So make sure to stick around to have a chance to win uh, one of those two cards. Sweet. Do you figure out this Carter Kaiboom image or no? Or did you already forget your I I was looking, but I can't find it quick enough. <laughs> and and down on the farm brings up a good point, and one that I'm I'm usually not uh, I'm not. Uh, I usually get stuck in my ways is when teams get new player development systems in new GMs, new scouting departments, new uh, training, new everything. And I'm still stuck in like, well, they sucked before. So they're going to suck now, which isn't always the case. Um, Nate, I just looked up. Is it the one where he's like on deck and swinging and the pictures like from behind him? Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty sick shot. That's great. One of the best short prints I've ever seen. That's uh, really cool. Oh, we got a win here. Tom won a immaculate UFC shadow box Sean Strickland auto out of 99 and a two-card 1978 Saul something. Uh, Jimmy Hendrix lot. Speaking of UFC, well, not really UFC. Did anyone actually watch the Tommy Fury-Jake Paul fight? Um, I followed it on ESPN, like the feed where the they had an employee like typing the what was going on, but I didn't watch it. Uh, Jake Paul first career loss in boxing, but it was a you know split decision, no knockout. Um, hey, he, bro, watch I, I did get your... he ate some punches, man. What you, who did? I said I saw some highlights. Jake Paul ate some punches. Yeah, he he took a he took a pretty big uh, uppercut, I think, at one point. Uh, bro, watches. I did get your email. Totally forgot to respond. That's on me. Normally, I, I always get back to those by at least the upcoming weekend. Um, I will make sure. Can you just re-email me, bro? Watch this uh, in the same email thread if possible, or send me an another one, and I will for sure get that back to you. Um, Max says some of these cards are selling for big money. That Vinny rookie at nine sixty, all in is madness. Uh, which Vinny rookie? Am I missing one? I might have missed it. I uh, maybe I didn't favorite it, but uh, this card is crazy. So it's a stamp Ooh. one of one. Nate, do you know how these things were released? Whoa. What? Rob won the card I wanted to win. Oh, he got the Trout Transcendent? Rob, you want to give it to me for free? <laughs> great, great win, Rob. Great, great win. That is truly one of the nicest cards I've ever seen. I love Man, it. I think that was such a good idea, making those old uh, tops sets um, and Bowman sets into the super fractor autos and stuff like that. I just think it was a spectacular idea. And they yeah. started that with, they started that in 2018 when they did like the Soto 52, the mantle design rookie auto. Um, oh. 
and it, it's a huge, huge, huge card. Bro, I'm pumped about this. Actually, no, I'm not. That's a 2018 sticker. I was like, why did I get a 2016 sticker for so cheap? Well, now I know why. The 2018. <laughs> I didn't look at the year. <laughs> it's all right. 20 bucks. Yeah, what are you going to do? I know. And then I got this cool little Fati too. But uh, have you seen these in person, Nate? The, no. the, um, they're like the Gypsy Queen Gems. Oh, the Tarot Diamond? Well, just Wait. these type. So someone submitted an Otani for us to get graded, and they're just sick, sick cards. It's like smaller than normal. Um, this is yeah, a, I've never seen that. It's like a, it's like whatever. a two hundred six size card. Yeah, but it's longer. It's longer than that. Um, it, it's numbered out two fifty. That one, Wander Rookie, kind of cool. And we'll give away this Trout Wheel of Fortune tonight, as well as this Tatis PSA nine Prism. Hey, uh, Nick Full says twenty twenty three. I'm buying. Only buying true color. Um, speaking of true color, Aaron, did you post that photo from that one guy of all the Bowman? No, I, I did not. I forgot to do that. But oh. talk about it. There was a player. Um, what did I say his name was, Aaron? It was uh, Jose something. I can't remember. Jose. There was a player that posted on his Instagram. I assume it was sent to me by a buddy. Of him signing autos, and he had giant, giant, giant stacks of Bowman base autos in front of him. I'm talking probably like 300, 400 card high stacks across the table, and it was, it was, um, I think there must have been like three, four thousand, five thousand base autos in front of him it was something absurd five thousand you think nah, that, was, that was a bit that's probably a bridge too far but all i'm trying to say is it was the it was the biggest it was alarming i'll go there, with there, it was alarming. there was definitely stacks lots of stacks <laughs> um, let me let me find the photo real quick to look at it to give it you was a, on instagram i can confirm Hey, by the way, we got this Here, foil board. Can you uh, can you can you zoom in? Yeah. Or can you? Uh... Those are all base. Those are base autos, guys. All those stacks yeah. you see. Base auto on base auto on base auto. That's crazy. Um, I gotta respond to bro watches really quick. So dumb question: How do you add payment method on PWCC? You just get an invoice at the uh, at the end once you win, and then you pay through each invoice. You don't like add a payment. Um, method oh, it was to your account. Juan Alonso. Yeah. Juan Alonso was the player. I thought it was Jose Alonso. Oh, it's Juan Alonso? Yeah. Okay, got you. Garrett says New Jersey Devils locking a huge trade. Was that the one for like Timo? Was it Meyer? Timo Meyer? I can't remember. Timo Werner? No, changing. Uh, changing. <laughs> Nate, do you see we got that uh, foil board, the hobby foil board, but she had for like $58? So cheap. Wait, did you say Devils locked in a huge trade? Yeah, New Jersey Devils for Timo Timo, Timo Meyer Meyer, I think that's what. And Timur Ibragimov. Do you just get a Guy Harrington and Santeri Hataka goaltender Zachary Edmond and Colorado's twenty twenty four fifth round pick? Wow! In return, right they back. received Sh- Shakir. Dolan, Nikita something, Andreas Johnson, Fabian Zuderland, 
2023 first round pick, a 2024 second, and a 2024 seventh. So my That's brother a lot of names of a lot of guys I've never heard of in my entire life. My brother texted me today and said, um, "What do you say?" He said that the Jets actually like had a trade in place, I think, to get that Timo guy. And then he said that he went sign an extension in Winnipeg. He said, "We're just down terribly right now." <laughs> Basically denied the trade, I guess. Uh, have you guys seen Martinelli tops Merlin red uh, ten? I have not, but sounds like a sick, sick, sick card. Color match rookie twenty twenty. Sounds like a nice card. As is this Pedri red off five, bro. I want this so badly. It's gonna sell for so much money. <laughs> if you buy that Pedri over the Mike Trout, you would absolutely it. jump through the screen and murder me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not buying it. I just said I really like it. That's all I'm saying. Um, let's go and check out ten thousand listings left. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wow, there's only 12 minutes left. There's that many listings? Uh, no, 8.30. 8.30. There's 8.30. So, I mean, remember, once we hit the 10 o'clock, it'll go on significantly. Holy smoke. Yeah, like gold. Wow, bro. So, here's the deal. Clearly, they are a 100% different team when he plays versus when he doesn't. Now, and Clearly, they're a 100% different team when he's not playing with a concussion because yeah. I don't think the Packers beat them if he wasn't concussed. I would probably have to agree. And he doesn't throw three picks in a half. Big yawn. What do you think the risk factor is here, though? I mean, there clearly is a high risk factor, no? Oh, well, yeah, gigantic, gigantic risk factor. We're talking about dude who had three concussions in one season. He should be retiring, not playing football next year. Like, I know this car doesn't pop up often in any way, shape, or form. I I couldn't find it in, like, the last year. Yeah, I was just looking. It's crazy, actually. There hasn't been one sold with how much his cards went up. But 7500 for a PSA 8, and it's going to go over 10 with the buyer's premium probably by the time that it ends. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. You know, there's, you know, it's one of those things where maybe it's that high because it hasn't sold because maybe a lot of them haven't been pulled. That's possible. That's possible. Um, and Jacob says that card could literally go to $50. I mean, to be honest, I mean, we saw Andrew Luck, who was 100% like a transcendent football talent at quarterback from like what was coming out in the mid 2000s or 2010s. His cards went to like nothing. Like he even had some success over like more than just a year. And his yeah. cards literally went to like nothing. So yeah. if Tua ended up being in a similar situation, Jacob S. like, that sounds kind of like a joke, like, oh, an $8,000, $10,000 card to $50. It could be 100% true in two years. It could be 100% true. Yeah. Um, hey, real quick, Peg Junk says, light the beam. Sorry, off topic. Did you see? You yes. saw. You had to have seen. 176 to 175, the second highest scoring game ever. 340-point scores in that game, bro. That was crazy. But it was like 150 to 150 at the end of regulation. Also it- amazing. Which is, yeah, which is insane. <laughs> That's just incredible. Um, speaking of basketball, well, not on the Clippers anymore. Uh, this card actually has sold a few times in the last, I want to say two years. Uh, one time here, probably a year ago. I remember actually we were discussing it a year ago. It sold this for 4000 What? This card? It sold exactly one year and 13 days ago. $4,400 one year and 13 days ago. It's at $7,000 a 
after buyer's premium right now. $7,800 is the next bid. Wow. Yeah, it's, I mean, substantial increase for a player. It's first-time All-Star. Obviously, one of the best scorers in the NBA. Um, Tua is 100% a bigger risk than Zion because at least Zion, I feel, will – okay, I have to say massive disappointment if he only plays like 50 games a year for the rest of his career. He'll still probably play, I don't know, six, seven, eight years at the worst, six years at the worst. But you never know. I mean, you could decrease your your uh, effectiveness pretty quickly if you're not playing. Uh, I mean, two, two has already played three. Yeah. Lions on his third after missing rookie season. Yeah, but two is a situation I feel like where it's like either like all or nothing, and there's a good chance it could be nothing when Zion at least I feel like will play something. But I don't know, man. That's it's crazy. really disappointing. It's a, I thought that this was the year where it's like he's going to be healthy for 65 games or more. Nope. Nope. Not happening. There is uh, quite a few things still available in tonight's auction in case you are watching or looking to buy something. Um, one of which is that Bowman Sterling Super Fractum 1 of 1 BGS 9.5 that uh, Mickey was talking about earlier. And then the other, I didn't get to say this because Nate was so mystified by uh, Rob winning the Transcendent Trout, which is a good reason to be mystified. But this 1 of 1 PSA 10 uh, Eden Hazard right here. So this is the El Samba Parallel. And um, it's like the colors of uh, Brazil in the background there. These were not pack pulled. These were sold before Panini sold cards. Classic pylon orange. <laughs> yep, same, same thing. Same thing. Uh, before they sold cards through their own website, uh, like they do now with like the blockchain of uh, physical and digital cards and stuff. But this was sold via like an eBay auction. Literally, they sold the entire set, I think. Which is crazy. That just sounds so weird. Um, but that's what happened. And here is PSA 10 at $1,400. You know what that reminds me of? Hmm. In 20, did Sapphire start in 2016 or was it 2015? 2016, I think. I think it's 2016 with Seeger, right? When when Sapphire started and you could buy a box and it was absurdly expensive at the time, like $250, $300 or something, but it was guaranteed two 101s per box. Which is insane. Yeah. You do that now, and that's like your old ten thousand dollar PSG set where you don't even get a one of one. <laughs> yep. Hey, this seems like a lot. I think the last PSA nine sale, but it was P- this is a PSA nine with ten auto, which helps. Yeah, I think they're right in line with that. I mean, we're talking about one of the best prospects in all of baseball, but we are not talking about an OG color here, though. So no, we're not a nice speckle of two ninety nine. Someone actually asked me; it was uh, Lord Gunter the other day. He said, "Which of these cards would you most want of the Bowman Chrome cards?" And it was two base, a speckle, and a refractor auto. All autos. I say refractor auto four ninety nine okay. all day, and it's cheaper too. It's cheaper too. Can Pulisic's market go lower? Uh, it one hundred percent can go lower, and I'll tell you how it can go lower. Um, right now there was actually a card. Chelsea uh, gets relegated. Well, no, it's not because of Chelsea. It's because he's going to move from Chelsea. Here's the card that's still I'm, going I'm on. PSA 10 tie dye patch auto. It can go lower if he ends up on a team that's definitely not in the premier league or vying for big television in the United States. Um, now I know he hasn't played much with the injuries and everything like that. And AC Milan's a big club, historic club. They won Serie A last year. Um, they're in champions league round at 16. But honestly, if like I don't, I just don't really feel like that players 
Mike Polizic would like sell all that well if he was playing an Italian club, as we kind of saw with Weston McKinney. But I maybe I'm wrong about it. I could be completely wrong. Maybe he goes to AC Milan and he plays amazingly and he helps them win titles and he plays in the Champions League. Then maybe the market does go up. Actually, he's better than sitting on the bench and being hurt at Chelsea. I guess. So maybe I think that would help. he should be a he should stop being a coward and come play for the MLS. Come home. Nah, he should he should go join uh, Leeds United States. Um, That's true. He should join Leeds. If he doesn't join Leeds and he moves, I'll be upset. (laughs) Um, But yeah, let's hope that USA is, uh, or men's net, you know, US men's national team is competitive in years to come because he's a great player. Just needs to stay healthy. The heads. Oh my goodness, dude, bro. This thing was literally at $1,400, like 30 minutes ago. Jordan, Jordan, are you here? Jordan, we need live about that. I don't think he had a, like a price comp on it. He didn't know what to, what to put it at, but See, so you, you you highlighted the the auto. Well, I'm always going to highlight an auto. I know. So honestly, there's it's a pop too, and uh, yeah, it's an expensive it's an expensive card. The last and one's there it goes. So yeah, I saw that there. So but there was the other one. It's a pop too. The other copy, which was an old PSA label, which a lot of people. You know, don't like as much as the new PSA labels. Um, it sold for sixty three hundred January fourth. So yeah, I mean, honestly, I guess if it keeps on going, it keeps on going. It's close to that, but uh, maybe maybe I shouldn't be shocked. I didn't know that. You know, I get that it's hard to grade these SI for kids, but it's clearly one of his more sought after cards, if not most sought after card. I wonder what the most expensive Phelps card is of all time. Oh wow, two thousand four Leaf. Rookie on card auto PSA nine with a ten auto, um thirty five thousand dollars December 9th, twenty twenty one. Could have called that. And it's for fans of the game, Ravens. Like it, it's got like a Ravens logo on the card. <laughs> oh, I've seen those cards. I think there's only two fans of the game cards, and one was. Wait. So right? there's a lot. There's a lot of fans of the game. Um, which one has Kobe and? Isn't there one that's just Kobe and Michael Phelps? Uh, you're thinking of the one from 2014 Prism, where's World Cup Kobe? Uh, J- Jordan, I actually just saw this. Um, you said it last sold on PWCC for 21,000. So, yeah. Now, Jordan, I imagine you looked at the date that that sold. <laughs> it sold March 17, 2020, or March 27, 2021. We all know how the goats and the super low pop cards were selling for um, back in the early 2021 stage. Uh, which was not even early 2022 stage, which they were selling for a lot too. But um, you know, last last sale I think is more realistic, which I'm sure that you you knew anyways. But either way, at one point it's 21k. So I learn something new every day. Merrick says he's trying to get that gunner gold auto. Or it was. Mm. What, let's see here. What, what's it at? I'm always intrigued to on the fly, and we are in the or just about the 10 o'clock hour. That's a sick messy, the 2015 gold. Ooh, jersey number 10 out of 10, too. Wow, that is quite the card. Um, the gunner. Oh wow. That's a lot. Or wave. You used to be able to buy a, a raw wave back when it came out for probably 200 bucks, 150 bucks. Of like a top prospect you're saying or what? Of a gunner Henderson specifically. Oh wow! <laughs> so a PSA ten been holding that for a long time. A PSA ten sold for two thousand dollars October twenty fourth, but a PSA nine sold January twelfth for seventeen hundred. 
kind of just talking about how much the baseball market's moved. It's moved quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Jordan, it is not done yet, so we will see how close it can get. Um, it's at 4,100 right now going into the next minutes. 10 o'clock on the dot. We've got two giveaways coming on the way tonight, everyone, so stay tuned, and it's very easy to join. It's free to join as well. Just got to listen to some instructions later. Wow, okay. Let's go look at this. There was a lot, Nate. There was a lot of, like, at one point would be perceived as extremely nice Ben Simmons cards ending tonight. I think someone finally said Ben Simmons, he's not bouncing back. Wait, you tell me a guy making $33 million a year, six points, six rebounds, six assists ain't enough for you? That's not enough for 33 mil? I'm telling you that this that makes card – are you ready for this? Are you ready to hear what you're about to hear? It's going to be something absurd. I know that. So October 2017. We're, this is a good two years off from the, even the first hot period before COVID came for cards, right? October of 2017, this black label sold for $3,300. 2017. Um. 1,000 Mountains, how will Mbappe cards be affected by PSG shakeup? Um, did I miss something? I mean, did I miss something like coach getting fired or something like that? Unless shake I, – I, I guess I'm not sure what shakeup was pointing to. This was a really cool Mbappe card, but I'm, I'm shocked, honestly, that an out of five red uh, non-auto sold for 1,400. This isn't like you know his top scrum rookie or anything even close, although that was sell for way more. Um, but this was from the PSG set where they did have the autos, but even 1400 for a raw non-auto seems like a lot, non-rookie. Oh, Garrett got the orange Alec Manoa. Thank you for sharing. Ooh. I saw that. Very nice card. That's very fun. I like that. Um, dude, you know what? Ben Simmons reminds me of... Uh, uh, just Nicholas Batum and how disappointed people were in Nicholas Batum after he moved from Portland to uh, Charlotte. And then you look at Nicholas Batum's numbers and it's like <laughs> better in, than men. In, in Charlotte, he averaged 12 points, five rebounds, five assists and a steal. And it's like, whew. you're talking about people being excited about Nicholas Batum after his career high was 14.3 before that. Although Ben Simmons was probably like, well, it was, it was mostly because Nicholas Batum, yeah, the points weren't huge, but we're talking about a 24 year old, 25 year old that was doing 14 in five and five, 13 also, seven and five. Back also, when people weren't really doing that. I was going to say in 2012, it's not like that they were scoring. You know, like your Joe Schmo, like Kyle. Okay, I don't want to call Kyle Kuzma Joe Schmo, but he's Kyle Kuzma's like a twenty a game scorer right now. There was only like the elite players scoring over twenty a game, you know, at one point. Yeah. So it's it's just funny how like I feel like history is repeating itself, but Ben Simmons is a much much bigger name than Nicholas Batum and and performing well, much worse. Number one pick, a lot of people are saying, you know, talent of next LeBron if he can shoot type of thing. At one point, I bring this up till the day I die. I had a buddy of mine tell me that uh, after Ben Simmons' like rookie year or second year, that he'd rather have Ben Simmons than Giannis. That's the worst. That was the worst hot take at the time. I got irrationally angry defending Giannis in that scenario. 
and he's a Bucks fan too. And now step forward so bad. <laughs> Maybe the worst take, take in the history of takes. <laughs> I mean, at least people I know who have given takes. I don't I don't know him uh in person, but through you now, uh that, that's quite a horrendous take, I must say. Um, I had buddies he, who told me back when I worked at Menards in college that Giannis couldn't get any better when he was scoring like 20 points, eight rebounds, and like five assists. Here we are today, 32, 12, and six, which th- the 12 is second in the league in rebounds while also scoring like top four amount of points. <laughs> uh, GM says thoughts on Jane Sancho. So, bro, I don't know if you've been seeing it, but he's been playing quite well. Uh, Eric Tenhag is absolutely turning around the fortunes of United. And I actually saw that there was an orange. Dude, so this sold for a hundred dollars tonight. Now, yes, this card used to sell for way, way more. However, we got the PSA 10 pop two immaculate rookie out of 65 rookie logo for $275. I think here or $300. It was like two months ago. When, yeah, we still do. Yeah. When, when, when he wasn't, he was, so he, after the world cup, he was like taking some time off for like physical and mental reasons, and his cards were just in the cellar, like worst sales ever. Bought that card ten percent what it used to sell for, which is two well two thousand dollars one sale, four thousand dollars was the other guy for three hundred, and uh, I'm pretty fired up right now. I came off the bench today, um, in the final, and I think more to come. Looks like he's really starting to hopefully uh, get back on track. Um, we got forty one cards left here. Ew. Uh real quick. Uh... Sports car professor tennis Sharapova auto sold 384 tonight and two weeks ago for over a thousand. Oh, he didn't buy it. I thought he was buying it. Um, he, Merrick, go ahead, Merrick, real quick. Nate, when do you think is the best time to sell that Jason you have? Question coming from the guy that owns two true greens and a blue mega. He missed last week. Well, Merrick, you weren't on last week when somebody sent me an offer on the fixed place marketplace. We finagled back and forth a couple of times and we settled on $630 on the fixed place marketplace ended up being a profit for me of $150 even um, after fees and stuff. Uh, and I wasn't intending to necessarily sell it last week, but I also wasn't intending to buy it when I bought it. And so I wasn't going to sell it. And then the chat talked me into set. Cause I always say, if you're making money, you can't go unhappy. And uh, I sold. I like to point out that twice you called this thing the fixed place marketplace. Fixed place? You know, yeah. fixed place marketplace. <laughs> Sound funny. It's, it's like its a new name. <laughs> uh, but yeah, fixed price marketplace here on PWCC. Ooh, Adam, um, Adam Holgate won the Kyle Tucker foil board we were looking at earlier. Oh, nice. <laughs> Look at this card. That's amazing. You're cool. How is that only 110 bucks? I don't know. There's only two grade higher. Just sold. Oh, wow. A lot of those sold. Eight of them one time. Time to pick a card. Okay. I'm taking that. I'm taking the you're cool. All right. Uh, keep going. Ooh, a little Dragon Ball Z. Uh, go up. Go up. Sometimes it's one of those. No, up, up, up. I'm feeling today's the day where it's going to be some random. You better pick something, bro. No, now... I'm going with Dragon Ball Z. I'm going with the Dragon Ball Z. All right. You got Goku. Goku. Goku against MJ. I love it. All right. Uh, I'm going to put in the. Um... Goku wins that fight. 
a thousand times out of a thousand, J.S. White. Talking about like a fictional character that can like literally blast people into nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone, put a number one in the chat uh, if you so choose to enter the giveaway. And uh, we'll leave that open until like 10, 12, or no, 10, 11 Central Time. 10, 11 Central Time. That's a Dragon Ball Z seal box. 1991. Okay, I need you to explain to me. Difference between Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball came first. Young Goku. Dragon Ball Z. Older Goku. Okay, so how many years apart was this series like released? Oh, I don't know the answers to that. So it looks like Dragon Ball was created in 1984, and Dragon Ball Z was the animated series that released in 1989. It started. Man, I'm confused. And then they have, and then they have like Dragon Ball Super or something like that. They've got like new Dragon Ball episodes I've never watched. Oh, but well, a little confusing. Not gonna lie. Oh, you're you're done. Goku's done. One round. That's it. Wow, this kid's a scrub now. I'd never have bet on Goku. Hey, whoa! I I'm pretty sure we have the same amount of wins this year. I don't know about that, scrub dude. Get out of here. It's close. Uh, should have chosen the Dragon Ball Z box if I'd known it was there. There's no chance you're picking a sixteen hundred fifty dollar thing. There's just no way. There is no, no. way. It's I don't true. believe it. Yeah. Although sometimes that's what ends up last. Bro, uh, I guess I never told you this maybe, but the other week, Drew Holiday, you know when he had his like career high tied it yeah. against the Celtics? 40-point like, game or something like that? 40-something. I've had a Contenders Auto SGC9 listed on the fixed price for like maybe like eight months now. It got a $60 offer after that game. And I took it right away because Rob was selling for like 20 YOLO. <laughs> so we sold it here. got 60 and probably like $20 last year. And we still have the uh, NT, the triple patch auto. Of, uh, oh, yeah. I remember and, buying that. Yeah, we still have that. So I'm ready for another finals this year and then the get it auctioned off because it's not a Bucks card. I have my – oh, my gosh. I love that card. Uh, the the immaculate jersey number patch auto at twenty one. That's like one of my favorite cards um, in my shelf, and I that's the card I won't sell to Drew. But I'll sell that. I'll sell a Sixers rookie all day if he's doing well. Um, giveaway is almost closed, everyone. Aaron, think like Star Wars. It's a family story. Goes Dragon Ball, then Dragon Ball Z, then Super Sonia's right. It's just the different arc names of Goku and his family, pretty much. All right, thanks. I appreciate that. And wow. you should, you should wow. try to you should try to find yourself watching some of that. It's great stuff. Yeah, I hear it's actually pretty good. Oh, Look at you're that. done. I'm a scrub now. You're done, son. That's <sighs> too bad. It's too bad. But to be fair, at least, at least, um, something I chose the realm of is still going. Okay, don't give me that. That's ridiculous. You know? It's kind of like I'm winning because there's still a Dragon Ball Z thing out there. Well, there's still a Michael Jordan card out there, so I don't even want to hear it. Oh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> All right, we're moving to our secondaries. That Michael Jordan against this Dragon Ball Z box. Oh, you're crazy. Pat says, Aaron, need to go to a national soccer game. Went for the uh, Man in Black game on Saturday and was sick. Nate, welcome to with his Arsenal jersey. Um, I hear MLS games can get pretty rowdy, not going to lie. Um Minnesota United, 
I hear uh, Julian told me he went to an Atlanta United game. It was pretty crazy. Hey, nice do, you hear have, their, uh, do you have any interest in um, MLS season t- season pass? At CL Sounders? Wait. Is that the Wait, w? can I still get it? Is it the oh, CL Sounders? Yeah, no, I can get. I can get the through T-Mobile. You can get the 2023 MLS season pass on us. Oh, I saw a million commercials. I thought you meant like an actual ticket pass. No, no yeah, no, no, no. I I have no interest. But um, okay. thanks for offering. And also, I saw that commercial on TV today. Thanks. Oh, nice. T-Mobile was running. I also I also have no interest, so I would download I, it to just not use it ever. So I'm I hate to working. say it. But my interest in MLS is so negative, it's not even funny. But I do hear it. I think that's going a little bit more towards uh, actually like player players. And I've seen it, you know, a lot of players going over to Europe, which is a little bit more intriguing, but still not intriguing enough for me to learn a lot about it. Which is, I hate to say it. That's too much European soccer. You know what um, they say about Slap Stocks, Aaron? Half European at this point. <laughs> do they say that they say that yeah i'm not yeah, making that up i guess they say that so oh uh, well i oh, guess well, dragon ball z still going my drone's done um all right we will uh probably screen share this giveaway maybe right now as these things are ending we'll pop back to see what's left between those so we've got two winners tonight number one spot is going to End up getting the uh, Mike Trout, that cool gypsy queen, uh, SGC 10. Then last place is going to get Tatis Prism PSA 9 uh, 2020 Tops Chrome card. Good luck, everyone. One, two. I hate hate to say I've never picked the right name here. I haven't won this since we're outside that in that hotel in like Pennsylvania. Yeah. And I've never, I've never won this. All right. So I'm going to go. With, mm, I'm not feeling good about any of them. Um, who are you choosing? WC Charger cards. WC Charger. All right, I'm going with uh, MJ Flipper. MJ Flipper, forty-two. Forty-two. Craven cards is that number one? And last place is Pathora. Uh, WC, they were at the bottom almost. MJ Flippers 11. Oh, WC was 47. Pretty close to winning at least something, but yeah, Craven Cards, congrats on your first place victory and Pathora on last place. Y'all know what to do. And if you don't know what to do, I'll explain it. Info at slabstocks.com. That is where you email, and you're gonna want to email your uh identity key you go to your account you hit my pwcc in the top right you click on preferences and then you email us your identity key and we'll get that giveaway transferred to you and uh, we appreciate you being here so there's still three items left going so i think we gotta wait a couple more minutes to see what what might end up being the last or one of the last two items uh that is a first year kobe galactic right there as well 2015 revolution uh they did not print many galactics that year although to see nine nine fives is definitely more than i think i would have thought there'd be um the base galactics there's barely any grade of there's like maybe less than seven overall no matter the grade of like lebron or curry probably we'll see i i don't even know what red skull is nate what even is red skull what's it from um is that the bad guy in the first 
Is that the bad guy in the first Captain America? Ooh. Dude that loses his, loses his face. Um, uh, also known as Elrond from Lord of the Rings. Mm. I haven't. I saw Captain America were released, and then I didn't see it for a long time. Uh, Pat says, Nate, we'll see you on the next Sapphire break. Tuesday, Pat will be joining Nate on whatnot. We have, let it be known, if you are in here and you are interested in some Bowman Sapphire, either Draft or Chrome, I promise you. We will have some of the best prices you ever see on this stuff. We're talking selling draft boxes for $50 cheaper than you can find on eBay right now. At least that's what we're doing on Tuesday. So if you want to get into some Sapphire and you want it cheap, come check us out on on Tuesday. On whatnot. On whatnot. Good plug, Nate. Good plug. All right. um, Pathora, there you go. Thank you for emailing. Congrats. Let's see if this Kobe is going to be the last thing. This is actually pretty crazy. You see three items, all over 2,600 last remaining. I knew I told you it was going to be something expensive at the start. And then you were like, no, Nathan, don't go with your gut. Go against your gut. That's what you said to me. I never said that. Yeah, everyone can vouch for me. I literally never said that. (laughs) (laughs) Big battle for the Kobe here. Big battle for the Kobe. 45 seconds left on that Red Skull PMG. So what's up with them doing the um, – why didn't they do the 2013 Fleer Retros? Why did they do it out of 10 instead of doing what they did before, where it was just stuff. the first 10 out of 150 or whatever? Yeah, so they did like the first 10 are green and then the next 90 are red. Um, yeah. I don't know why they switched it for the different sets. I know in hockey – the retro set in 2012, they kept it like they did with basketball. Here they did it differently. I'm not 100% sure why. Uh, Craven, you're welcome. You're you're welcome, and I'm glad you enjoy. Um, if anyone has any thoughts on on uh, the show in general, I guess, feel free to comment them. We always looking to make it a little bit more exciting. I think the interview tonight was good. Nate, what did you learn some things about uh things about Mickey? Yeah, nice to nice to get some thought process behind what people buy and why and uh his thought process on some of it. So that was, that was good to see. He always has exciting baseball cards too. So if you haven't checked them out, like to, to tease trader two, three, 10, I think is what it is on Instagram. Um, look him up. has a ton of cool baseball cards, always posting new pickups and things like that. Um, I want to ask him and then I, I either forgot or also I'm sure he would have um, went into a dark place. I was going to ask him, what was your first thoughts when you saw the thing about the tease being suspended? But I felt like I would have ruined the mood pretty quickly if I had to make him reload well, it. It's probably the same thoughts you had when you saw Ryan Braun suspended, if you can remember back. I'll then. never forget, Nate, where I was when I first saw it. I was sitting upstairs, old house in Minnesota, my parents' house, obviously. I was like, I don't know how old I was. When was that, Nate? What year was that, 2009 or something? 2012. Oh, it's 2012? Yeah, so I was like 14. Sitting there at the loft on the computer, I just pull up ESPN homepage, literally just to probably look at some what, what's going on. Right there, boom, Ryan Braun suspended. Right, dude. I was, I was watching TV's TV at school with a bunch of buddies, none of whom are Brewers fans, and it pops up on the bottom line. It was the worst moment in my life. <laughs> were you with like Aaron, like Twins fan and stuff? Yep. Oh no. Yeah, that was tough. <laughs> Do you know? Oh, just because we got a little bit of time, here's the stuff is ending. Do you know? What I thought about when you were talking about Yelich and stuff. If you could reverse one sports injury in your fandom history. What would you reverse? For me, it's the Yelich broken kneecap. I remember sitting there watching it and just thinking, like, 
this is devastating. Like it's bad. Like I knew it was bad right away. Just like felt felt it inside me. Yeah, the Yelich broken kneecap is big. Um, Nick Collins, Nick Collins, uh, neck injury, injured neck. I think if he's healthy, you know, and captain of that defense still the next year, you know, maybe we do some things back to back. Um, Chris Milton injury last year in the playoffs. Oh, I, we probably beat yeah. the Celtics and go on to the championship last year. That would have been a big one for me. Um, otherwise, oh, and 2009, Andrew Bogut breaking his – the Bucks were a really good team. Andrew Bogut broke his elbow and his arm and his shoulder and dislocated everything and, like, just from like, uh, I don't think we would have done anything, but just to have a player not have to go through that. Yeah. <laughs> that Andrew Bogan injury. Let us know in the comments just in this next minute or two, like what's one sports injury in your fandom life that you would want to reverse? Because I think it's always something like interesting to think about. The Milton one actually, like while the Yelich one, I think from like a career perspective is definitely more impactful. Like I can't even actually think about what i do with myself if we won back-to-back championships in the sport, Nate. Yeah. Dang. Also, ooh, real quick, Embiid, the year him and Wiggins were there, if Embiid's healthy, I think we win a championship. But Embiid going down, tough. Paul George is a Pacer fan. Bro, that I, – I guess this wasn't NBA, right? Wasn't that USA Basketball that that happened? Because the stanchion was, like, much closer to the court than normal. Bro, when he, like, landed off of his layup and – hit the stanchion literally just like 90 degree angle with the leg that was gross he came back though and like had a great career after that which is really impressive katie and clay in the playoffs for the warriors oh uh, yeah katie's like disgusting achilles snap that was brutal to watch um von miller rough this year in buffalo that's a huge injury actually i've kind of forgot about was von miller going down for the season after shifting to the bills from the rams mm-hmm. um yeah just uh, tough stuff yeah, still great, but not nearly as a play. I agree with that, man. Paul George, that dunk on Birdman, bro, I thought that he was, like, floating, like, literally floating in the air. That was one of the nastiest um, posters for sure. That was awesome in the playoffs. This is a reach about Sandy Koufax not having to suffer the arthritis that cost him more year of pitching, his career ending way too short. I mean, I wouldn't say that's necessarily a reach. I think there's a lot of players that probably sustain things like that that affect them in different ways as, like, one big injury. Yeah, Luke Gehrig. I, mean, I was going to say Luke Gehrig being the most obvious. Or um, or even even not an injury, but how more? many men lost two or three years of their baseball playing primes to World War II? Yeah. Uh, imagine Ted Williams adding three years of prime baseball to his numbers. Yeah. You know? It's it's crazy. Like, I, I've read about a lot of that stuff Um I was reading a book in history, sports history in college is about um, the first uh, Jewish player. I can't remember. Oh, Hank Greenberg. Hank Greenberg. And he, uh, I just remember like reading a lot about him and looking at the stats and then looking at more players and more, uh, you know, um, older baseball players and just realizing how many of them did lose like most of their prime in their career, part of it, which is crazy. Um, It's crazy because we're not talking, we're not talking, Losing like your age 35, 36, 37 season. Yeah. We're talking Ted Williams lost his 24, 25, 26 seasons. And the two yeah, years yeah. before he left, he had 1,200 and 1,100 OPS. And the four years after, he had 1,100 plus OPSs. 
Yeah, it's crazy. And then Bro watches as well. How about Negro Leaguers before integration? Um, losing. I mean, Jackie didn't start until what twenty seven or something like that. In tech, in the MLB, technically, I think it was around that. Um, that's a lot of years as well that <laughs> you have prime of your career. Don't have the stats, and let me see. I think it's around twenty seven, right? Can you believe as 20, a twenty eight? 41-year-old, 41-year-old Ted Williams hit 316 with a 451 on base, 645 slugging, 1,096 OPS. Do you say 41? 41 years old. That's insane. Oh, my gosh. He had one season, one season of his career where he had it on 1,000 OPS, and it was a 791 at age 40, and then he went from 791 to 1,096. He added 300 points to his OPS between his age 40 and 41 season. That's just crazy, bro. That's insane. All right. Well, through all that uh, rambling and different discussion, we did have the <laughs> the Red Skull sell. So there's only one card left, which now we know what the last card will be is the Kobe. Uh, over $5,000 now. But uh, we'll we'll leave it there um, with the end of this episode today, episode number 58. Appreciate you all watching, joining, talking, listening to us discuss with Mickey about baseball and everything, and baseball cards and watching the different sales tonight. So, I appreciate you all for coming. Nate, thanks for joining again next week. Yes, 9, sir. 5 p.m. Eastern time, same time, same place. Slabs like Sundays, you know where to be, and we'll see you here. See you guys.